Oh hello. I didn't see you come in, let me introduce myself, my name is Nigel Bones, and well to say that 2019 has been a memorable year would be an understatement. A horrifying, nightmarish, understatement, there was a time where 2019 was going to be a year of adventure for me, maybe find a bonnie lass and settle down, make something of myself finally, but that wasn't to be, I can still smell the death around me. Oh, hee hee, sorry about that, sometimes the mind wanders off. As I was saying, my name is Nigel and if you don't know who I am, I'm sure my horror will be exploited once again in this episode. So, without further ado, have a seat, grab a glass of leftover eggnog and let's go back to episode 24, on January 3rd 2019, where the guys were discussing how their Christmas went, let's listen. Welcome to the first episode of the new year. One of the biggest things that's happening right now is we have a very big announcement here on the show. We have a new co-host. Rex is going to be, you know, going to be taking a break. He might be back for a few episodes, but our new permanent co-host is Eric Willis. Hey, Eric. Hey, Brent. Thanks for uh, bringing me on here. This has been a really cool opportunity. I'm really excited. What? What was that? What do you want? I'm 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 excited to be on the podcast. Okay, this this is introducing myself. This is not what I signed up for though. Because what what did you sign up for? I don't know. I think you need to walk out and walk back in. <sighs> All right, let me walk. What's the deal, pickle? <laughs> is that is that what you want? Is that what you were looking for? Son? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a love hate thing. <laughs> I, it, it really is. I think you like the idea of the things I say, and then you actually hear them, and you go, oh. yeah. I love the build up to it, but then when I when it happens, You're it's like, like oh, what, yeah, why did I? What did I do? It's like ordering a Philly cheesesteak from a place that's not in Philly. <laughs> it's like you think it's going to be really good. Did yeah. you did you ever have the plush uh, WWF? Uh, I mean, I'm asking you. I'm in my like okay. Just remember, I'm in my game room. So when Eric mentions anything, I start just, looking around yeah. to think if I have it in here. <laughs> yes, I had the Ultimate Warrior. Okay, yeah. Did you ever like do the wrestling match? Because like, we used to make wrestling. Okay, we would jump <laughs> off of our beds and stuff. Yeah, okay, I'm glad oh, we're on the same page. Man, here. I'm going to tie in the wrestling buddies with my pick. Okay, I had the Ultimate Warrior. All right. Later on, WCW came out with some, and I had mm-hmm. some of them too, like Hogan, Sting, and some other ones. Yeah. But the WWF one, early '90s, I got with Ultimate Warrior. I was looking for it in here when you were talking about it because Ultimate Warrior now looks like a. He looks like he ran into like a machine gun nest, and <laughs> it looks horrible. <laughs> I used to have full on matches in my bedroom. Oh yeah, I mean, but thirty minute beginning to end <laughs> champions. I had mom make me uh, cardboard championship belts. Oh, I still have those somewhere. <laughs> I had like all the championship belts. Oh my gosh. Uh, you had like the heavyweight. Yes, title. yes, and there was like string where the strap was, so it would like fold yeah. kind of. Oh, I would have full out matches. I would even have fake blood 
<laughs> so there's blood all over the Ultimate Warrior, which is which is really red craft paint. <laughs> but I remember one time you my really dad bladed in those matches. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I actually cut my head. Cut yeah, I'm bladed, but I made sure no one can see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I remember one time jumping off my bed and I did a flying headbutt on the Ultimate Warrior. <gasps> I didn't stop myself. I did a flat, straight on my stomach. Yeah. The whole house, like, I think shifted that day. (laughs) I think my dad thought we were being invaded. (laughs) He's ready to rock. So, yeah. Hasbro WF figures and wrestling buddies. That was the first time I ever learned how to fix a bed. Oh, was yeah? me and my buddy, me and my cousin. Oh uh, yeah, we were we were having a wrestling match, and I the bed at my grandparents' house was it had the um, like the, the headboard was like a cabinet. Okay. Where you could store stuff. Yeah. So it was, it was a good you know two feet higher than the bed, perfect top rope. <laughs> and um, perfect. And I came down. I, I don't know what move I was putting on Macho Man, but he was. I elbow, think it was flying elbow or something. No, I was suplexing him off the top rope. I, oh, I had him. And the one of the slats in the bed broke. <laughs> it's a boom, and my grandmother's like, "What's going on?" I did that so many. Well, times. Oh no, it's cool. And we figured out how to fix it. And yeah, it was like, and then it broke like maybe six months later. Yeah, somebody was just laying in it. Like, oh, what happened there? You know, like. So I broke a bed during. I mean, I broke my bed several times because <laughs> it just had a slat on either side. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't very well supported. I completely annihilated a bed. At, at the Precious Moments Village Hotel <laughs> in Missouri, <laughs> I had just I had just been over I to think my friend. I remember this? Story. Do you remember that? I had been over to my friend Vincent's house. He lived in Joplin, Missouri, at mm-hmm. the time. And on the way back, my mom was like, "Let's go to Precious Moments Village." It's like a village with precious moments everywhere. Like oh, they have a like church hell. and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyways, we stay at the Precious Moments Village Hotel. Ooh. And there were two beds in there. Mom and dad went somewhere. And I was just doing flying elbow drops from bed to bed. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. I hit the bed on the left or right, like, for the fifth time. And that whole thing collapsed. <laughs> I mean, just boom. <laughs> dad came so, back. And I told him, I said, Shh, don't, don't say anything. Because I tried to prop it back up. Yeah. And I told my sister, don't say anything. Mom and dad came back. And, you know, we are all trying to act natural. <laughs> My face is red as anything. <laughs> he immediately knew something was up. Well, long story short, we didn't tell him. And we propped that sucker back up and got out of Dodge. <laughs> Your dad's probably like, look, good idea, son. We're just going to get out of here. So somebody else sat on that bed. <laughs> just took a, took a dive. And I have no doubt that they collapsed. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Sorry, Precious Moments Village. Well, they're going to see you now. Sounds like the guys enjoy breaking beds while wrestling around. Where I come from, that's called squat jumping in the cucumber patch, pardon my manners. Well, let's move on to episode 25, where the fellas talk about some of their guilty pleasures. I have a challenge for you, sir. Why are you challenging me? What did I do? I have a challenge that I believe, I don't think you can, uh, I don't think you can handle this. Really? Rapid Fire Rewind. How do you know what that is? It's it's a challenge. It's a cha- It's a trivia yeah. challenge. So what we're this is this is a new segment we're gonna do, and if, we're not gonna do it every episode. But every now and then, when we feel like challenging the other one, we're gonna do a rapid fire rewind challenge, and we're gonna base it on a subject that we think the other person knows really well. We're gonna try to stump them, 
with five quick questions or a topic with five answers. Okay? All right. So the, the topic is wrestling finishers. <laughs> okay. I'm going to name a wrestler. All right. And you name their finishing move or moves. How many questions is this? Five. I have okay. five wrestlers. Okay, okay. I'm going to name five wrestlers. And I'm going to make the first one easy. Okay. Hulk Hogan. The Atomic Leg Drop. Okay, great. Uh, Chris Benoit. Well, it's according to what you're talking about. He did the flying uh, headbutt, he and did. he also did the crippler crossface. I have both of those down. Perfect. We're two for two right now. <laughs> Goldberg. The spear and then the jacket. Okay, man, we are three for three. This is easier than <laughs> I thought. Yokozuna. Bonsai drop. Dang, man. <laughs> Mr. Perfect, a.k.a. Kurt Hennig. Uh, the Perfect Flex. It was the Fisherman Suplex. So he called it the Perfect Flex. victory. thought these were going to be hard. Rapid Fire Rewind. This just became... I fast forwarded. I don't know what that means. I don't know. <laughs> this, this, this backfire. I was, I was not kind. I did not rewind. <laughs> you were not kind. <laughs> now, the next... So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you mine. This one actually is held in high regard by a lot of people. Okay, so mine is uh, Downton Abbey. It's on PBS here, but it's a BBC show. I just can't picture you watching that. For That's time. exactly why. I mean, I kind of can, but when I picture you watching it, I picture you like in a like in a robe with an a ascot. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yes. like you and Rebecca get like dressed up. Your wife, no lie. Oh no, we met another couple that loved the show like we did, uh-huh. and we wanted. We never did it. We were planning on going to dinner and doing like a. Like a fashion, like nineteen okay. twenties. That's, that's just that deserves the that, list. Is that, is that, that's why I'm saying, like, it would probably be best that you had never mentioned that. To well, me. no, but <laughs> well, maybe so. <laughs> but who's the couple? <laughs> it's a couple. Uh, uh, a guy from work and his wife. Uh, oh, so this was recent. Oh, uh, like three, four years ago. Oh, yeah, man. when it was still. Does like he gone. listen to this podcast? Uh, he might. I think he should. I'm gonna tell him. Yeah, that I didn't mention his name. But, I think you should. But I hey. want to know the guy that wanted to dress up in cosplay. It's Downton. It's like nineteen yeah. twenties cosplay. Come hey, somebody on, else, somebody else for their anniversary yeah. dinner having a nice dinner, and the goofs walk in. Hey, hello, <laughs> but table you... for four, please. Hello, man. <laughs> hello there. Oh, I just got chimney sweep accent. Talk like Mr. Bean in turn. <laughs> yeah. So down that, and again, it's it's held in high regard. But when you look at me, you wouldn't think I'd be a, as big of a fan of that show as I, I am. I don't know. I guess it's not that movie. Most people would think that. I would. I, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's our uh, that's man, our that, list. That's our picks. Not a bad list. I don't think it's too embarrassing. No, I'm not. I'm not super embarrassed by any of it. You should be pretty embarrassed by that Downton Abbey story. Well, the story, but not the <laughs> not watching the show. Oh, that's like the cringiest thing. I've I mean, ever heard. I may or may not have researched like what to wear for a <laughs> yeah. for a male man. Yeah. You have different friendships with people, sir. <laughs> so you could go one or two ways with it. I don't know. Let's keep going with it. Uh, can, can I be the, the Can I be the driver? Yeah, yeah. Mm. You can pile back in your driver. No, we'd have to rent like an old car. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. An old Model T. Or something. No, it'd have to be nicer than that, though. Imagine the waiter. He's had a bad day. 
Yeah. He's His a, tips have not been that great. And here we come. I've got a walking stick and tails on. My wife's got the beaded dress. My dear sir. Hello, good man. Dear good man, can we get some service around here? For a shilling, could you give us a good table? <laughs> He's like, he would, he'd be done. Like, what does out. the fine gentleman have to do to get good service around <laughs> these parts? <laughs> around here. You know who I am. Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord Voldemort. Lord Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, how did he get, first of all, Lord Voldemort, that's, that's a peerage title. How do you get that? I don't know. Eric's passion for Downton Abbey is only second to his passion for effeminate pop music. He he. Moving on. Episode 27 is where the guys talked about things that they simply do not understand. Witness, as Brent confirms to us all that he may indeed hate fun. Roll it. Uh, let's get into the, let's get into the show. I don't know if I want to get into the show. All right, so... We're trying to gain listeners, not lose them. Uh, we look. This might be one of our most entertaining episodes. It could, out, however, spell the end of our podcast. So, people out there, just know we're running a risk on this one. <laughs> at least we'll go out with you losing at Rapid Fire Rewind. Yeah, my my shame will be known throughout no. the land. But um, so what we're doing is <clears throat> we're naming each of us have five things that we just don't get. Yeah, like, I just don't get that. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's things that are universally well-liked. That well, I mean. <laughs> well, maybe not universally. I think our lists are different. Yeah, maybe so. But there are <laughs> things that, that people freak out about, love it, they love, love, love it, and we just don't get it. If if we list something that you like, because and let me say this too, we don't know each other's picks. I have no clue what you picked, honestly. I think I'm going to piss you off one of them. I hope so. Because, <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> it probably gonna. It's gonna make for great. It'll make for great uh, uh, podcast. I was gonna say radio, but podcast. Yeah, radio yeah, broadcast. Yeah. I don't get. I know what you're gonna say. I, I swear, I know what you're gonna say. Lord Lord of concerning. The Rings. Yes, I knew you were gonna say that. Is that I, what you were gonna say? Yes, Lord of the Rings is my next pick. Lord of the Rings. I don't. Wait, no, wait a minute. What, uh, what, uh, are you, uh, what are you basing this off of? My enjoyment of it. I'm not basing it on if it's... A, I'm not saying it's not a good story. The movies. You're basing it... I'm, okay. I'm basing it on the movies. I'm not ever going to read the books. But I'm from what I understand of the story, I'm not knocking the story. I'm not knocking the characters. Mm. I'm not knocking any of that. I just... I've watched the movies, and I don't enjoy them. I'm just... I didn't get any enjoyment out of it. You don't enjoy fun and adventure. This is what you're saying. I guess I don't enjoy whimsical adventure. Well, it doesn't have like a um, Downton Abbey people in it. <laughs> no, it doesn't have fancy dinner parties. Is it, is it because you can't find any way to dress up like them and go to a dinner party? <laughs> Look, I can dress up like Viggo Mortensen. That's fine. Or however you say his name. Uh, uh well, I mean, Morgenstein. Strider. <laughs> nickname. I can in the dress movie. up like that. But. Yeah. And, and I, I get, I know, I know. So you like world. Harry, but you enjoy Harry Potter. I enjoy Harry Potter. But you don't enjoy a more epic scale Harry Potter. No, I don't know why. In- I, like I said, it's almost like I'm, it's almost like I, 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 I hate myself for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have a self-loathing. I hate you for it. Well, that, uh, yeah. Oh, no, really. Oh, no. But, yeah, I, I, and I've tried to like it. I've tried to like get into it. Uh, and I just, I, I. I can't. I just didn't know if you were basing this like off the Hobbit, which the Hobbit trilogy is horrible. No, 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 no. no. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't. But uh, you've seen all three. No, 
So how do you know you? I've seen the first two. You've seen the best two. Yeah. I I know. What? I can't. You didn't like the Battle of Helm's Deep? No. I mean, I did, but not really. I think I know the problem. What's that? You haven't seen the extended versions. Okay. I got them. I'm going to fight them. I got them. I'd fall asleep. They're each like four hours. I probably would fall asleep. (laughs) Honest to God, I come on. So, I like I said. See, I, I don't. Uh, I I don't begrudge you that it's it's weird. I just I don't get it. Let me ask you. Okay, let me ask you this. All right, all right. Other right. than, I mean, I don't hear. I don't hear really strong feelings about Star Wars. I know you. You like you like I, Empire. I think I like I like the star. I like Star Wars. The Star Wars. The Star Wars. No, I like the ones that are. Like I don't like the episodes one through three. Yeah, they suck. They suck. I like four episode. through six. I like um, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. I do not like Return of the Jedi. Last I'll, Jedi. The well, Last Jedi. Yes. Yeah, I like Return of the Jedi. You're talking about the one after Force Awakens. Yeah, after the number eight. Yeah, I don't like number eight. Rose sucks. Uh, yes. Uh huh. Yes. I like Rogue One, and I like Loved I Rogue like one. Solo. Yes. So, okay. So other than Star Wars, and other than Harry Potter. What's a fantasy series that you would say you like? Not sure. Highlander? Xena, <laughs> <laughs> the warrior princess? I don't know. Xena. Um, you wore that Hercules TV show, right? Yeah, there you go. They had a spinoff. Did they? Hercules and Xena. Ooh, that might have been good. I didn't watch them. Um, yeah, no, I don't. There's not really much else that I can think that, that I would like. On that. I guess I can't think of one immediately. Yeah. So. Okay. You hate Lord of the Rings. You hate. I didn't say I hate it. You I just hate don't get it. Amazing storytelling. Don't get it. The, you know, the hero's journey. Uh, Emotional. Good versus evil. <laughs> the ultimate good versus evil. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I just don't get it. I can still feel the goosebumps when. <laughs> oh, no. Gandalf arrived at the top of the hill. Oh, yeah. Rode down into Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep. Saved them all. And I was just watching it with a blank face. God. (laughs) So there you go. Well. Well, let's continue with my downfall here. Yeah. I've already fallen pretty far. Hey, Eric. Hey. What don't you get? You know what I don't get? What don't you get? Birthday parties after 21. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like the party, my friend? I don't get it. Don't like the party. After 21, parties should only occur with milestone years. These are the years I think are milestone years. Oh, now we're getting deep. After 21, you should only have a birthday party when you're either, or when you're either, or when you're, when you turn 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 75, 80, 85, and then every year from 90 to 100. Because at that point, it's like every year is like, okay, you're, you're doing. It's a survival survival. celebration. I got you. You lived another year, Grandma. High five. High five there. I'm going to take it a step further than you. Oh. I think that Cancel after birthdays. 12. Oh, see, I swear. <laughs> you Willis's. Uh, you Willis's in your actually, alternate way of thinking. Good alternate <laughs> lifestyle. Ooh, no. Um, Luke hasn't had a birthday party since he was five. Yes, I've seen the pain in his face. <laughs> he gets to go on trips. Oh, shut and, up. You know, so... Get, I ask him, we're like, hey, would you rather do this or have a party? And he's generally chosen. Even anything, okay, look, even anything between 20 and 1 and 50 is kind of debatable. Okay, yeah. I just don't get it. I don't understand the yearning to be the center of attention. 
Uh, yeah. ulti- ultimately accomplishing nothing. So more than surviving a year. That's true. I, I, no, what? I totally. I am on board with you. What? All we, joking aside, celebrate the mother who That's... gave birth to you, <laughs> who went through the worst eight hours of her life. If uh, she's or more, she's only eight. Um. So. All right, so when you say birthday party after 21. I mean, okay, I, I kind of elaborate on this. Yeah, yeah, bit. let's expand. What is that really? I'm into? talking about, I, I know some people, I <laughs> I can already imagine the eye rolling at this one. I get it, people. I understand. I'm just, I'm just a miserable person, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a miserable person. I'm very happy and I, I love everything, but I just don't get it. Um, I'm talking about that go out of their way to plan a party I got you. to where people come for the sole reason of celebrating your birthday. Okay. So like we're all get, like, not like, Hey, some friends going out to dinner, that kind of thing. You're, oh, you're, I'm, I mean, you know, Oh, you, you mean that? I mean, anything that's centered around the birthday. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're doing this. Oh, we're going to do this for your birthday now. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's what we're going to do. You know what? A gift or two is fine. <laughs> going to plan a party you may arrive at my home between the hours of 4 and 7 p.m no later oh if you i mean if you truly feel that that i mean Dude. that that's worth deeming as a personal holiday um bring the gifts in i will probably be in my chair relaxing in my pajamas no bring the don't. gifts in present them yeah i present you with your birthday gift you know we're gonna it's do. not that big of a deal i just want to get you a gift we're gonna do a we're gonna do a dinner <laughs> in the dab in the Downton Abbey style. Yes, and we're <laughs> you're gonna dress up like Lord Grantham. Oh, I think you know that is the, Lord Grantham, the, the Man of Honor. You hate Lord of the Rings, but you love Lord Grantham and Downton Abbey. I love that. I That's love that fantasy. Show. Yeah, you just don't get it, huh? Present me my gifts. And yeah. be, be on your way. Be on, and be gone. I'll, I'll tell you my thing. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you my thanks. I'll send you a note. Yes, oh. I appreciate it. Didn't have to. <laughs> I mean, oh. I like you. I love you. Whatever. So, can you maybe go? What <laughs> What is your response then, if a loved one? Yes, uh, I mean, and a true loved one. Yes, invites you to a birthday party of theirs. Say your sister, for example. She's having her. I don't know how old they are. Uh, 26th birthday party. Birthday bash. I'm fine with it. Okay. I'm not the center of attention. You're, you'll go then. I don't feel I deserve it. <laughs> okay. So you're talking about for you. Okay. Did, I, that's what I wanted I did, to get. What did I do? What did I, <laughs> what did I accomplish? <laughs> I lived I'm, another year. If I'm receiving gifts, I want it to be for something big. <laughs> I mean, it's Tuesday. What? <laughs> I mean, I'm older. Uh, I don't want to be older. Oh, man. I'm almost, I'm, I'm approaching 40 slowly. Ugh, you are. I mean, I'm, I'm that's, that's nauseating to think. Yeah. Why are you celebrating that? Yeah. Okay. You know what else I don't get about birthdays? What? F- putting your birthday in Facebook and allowing Facebook to tell you when someone's birthday is. Oh, yeah. And wishing people happy birthday on Facebook. And the only reason they're sal- telling you happy birthday is strictly because Facebook sent you a freaking notification saying it's our birthday. Did my wife send you a text to say that? Because that's exactly what she says. I know she didn't send me a text. When? That said, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you did either. Because Facebook didn't tell you. <laughs> I did tell you. Your shared Facebook account. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know who's talking on your Facebook account sometimes. That's true. Yeah. That's the get. That's the fun of it. It could be. 
<laughs> it could be you could talking be you. about how teachers should make more money. I don't know. I, I do think they should because <sighs> the country. I'm not signing because I disagree. I'm <sighs> just like I don't know who's talking here. Sometimes <laughs> t-shirts should make hundred fifty thousand dollars. Man, year. all right, birthday party. Well, okay, I'm, I'm I'm on board with you a little bit. <laughs> as much crap as they gave you on that one. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm turning twenty six. Okay. Okay. Great. God. <laughs> okay. What'd you do? Great. I'm glad you lived. Yeah. I mean, I guess back in like the 1850s, it was an accomplishment to live. Birthdays made sense. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You could die at any time. You could die any minute. Any freaking minute. You got kicked in the head by a mule. (laughs) Got dysentery. You scraped your elbow. That's a death sentence. You're probably dead. You're dead in two months. I, okay. Excruciating death, too. I 100% agree with birthdays. Before 1920. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, all right. No, no, up to 21. Go all out. Okay. Okay. I mean, we, we do. We theme out for Harrison. No, sure. Well, I was, I was going to get to that. I was like, yeah. kids' birthday parties, that's another that's I'm, another I'm talking about after 21. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you're turning 23, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Why am I why am I proud of you? Give you a key to the city, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Man. So I guess I'm not going to have a 30 Wait, what am I what am I turning this year? I don't know. Are you on the list of birthdays that I think no, are worth? 38. This yeah, that, 38. you're on the list, dude. Who cares? Who cares if I'm 38? I agree with you. Always remember. I don't care. Who cares? I have numbers on here that are worth a birthday party. 40. I'm not saying that there's never any time for it, <laughs> but they're just they your next. Your next one is at forty, hey, but then you got to wait another ten years. That's fine. I might not make it at ten years. You might not, but probably. Not. <laughs> wow. All right. Fun fact: Lord of the Rings is the last movie I watched before I went to Area Fifty One. The hymns of Rivendell calmed my soul as the horror unfolded. Anywho. In episode 28 the chums talk about TGIF on ABC. Let's roll it. Where I'm from TGIF stood for, thank god I farted. Me mum cooked with a lot of cheese, wait is this still recording? I thought I'd uh... I have several TV remotes, but I, I also... See that. I have... I have my classic RCA remote here, wait. the oversized one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Let's see if this sucker picks up. What do you think? I don't know. What's the remote going to pick up? But yeah, All right. let's, let's do it. All right, let's chill out. Let's see what's on TV. Okay. Let's see what's on the tube. The old Subaru. All right, let's flip around here. Story, Carol. Here it is, Bob, behind me. It's called Mortal Kombat. We're going to talk to Aaron Brandis here about... People looking for a taste of romance on MTV. Singled out. And now your host, Chris. Sock them once and bop them twice. This conference on Capitol Hill, veteran Jim Brady was a real question crying over spilt milk. Jennifer? Avion? No. Vicky? Bounty? At $200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old. It's Friday night, and the mood is right. Gonna have some fun, show you how it's I think we found our show, dude. Oh, oh it's my It's Friday goodness. night, and the mood is right. Is right. <laughs> We're going to have some fun. I'll show you how it's done. <laughs> Friday Five Podcast. Oh. <laughs> and the last one I want to talk about yeah. 
is Family Matters. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design, some people say it's even harder to find. I consider one of the best sitcoms of all time. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> Family Matters was from 1989 to 1998. It was about a middle-class African-American family living in Chicago. Yeah. Pretty much it. Urkel pretty much was the show. I mean, well, yeah. I, I don't want to say he was the show because I loved a lot of the characters. I mean, Carl was classic, but yeah. Urkel slowly took over the show for well, maybe the worst. I don't know. Well, he did, and then once once he did, they started really centering around him, and they yeah. I think they sort of ran out of stuff. Yeah. Um. Um. The main cast consisted of you know Steve Urkel, mm-hmm. Jill White. Yeah. Uh, he was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the early '90s series, which I knew that. Yeah. Mm. So, wow. Yeah, remember the Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, I remember the series. Yeah, that's funny. It was him. He always kind of had a small presence in TV shows and small movie roles since Family Matters, or after Family Matters ended. Yeah. Uh, he recently kind of came back like a few years ago. He had a reoccurring role in some network sitcom. I don't. Oh, okay. Call, but uh, Carl Winslow, Reginald Johnson, uh, of course, Die Hard. Yeah. Which played a um, cop there too, which I think was like right before Family Matters, right before it launched. But yeah, if you said it was eighty nine, yeah, it was right before. It, it. Die Hard was eighty eight, I think, or eighty seven. And he can also, you know, he's he just pops up in TV shows and movies. Right. Uh, he was in Ghostbusters. He was a cop. He's usually like a detective, cop, or doctor. It yeah. seems. I remember seeing him as a judge in Sunny in Philadelphia. Do you remember? Yes, that? I do remember that episode. It was the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it wasn't the, it wasn't the, was uh, it the baseball one? It wasn't the baseball okay. one. Okay. I, I couldn't remember. That was a lady. Was. Yeah. But I do remember, was it the one with the, the bird law? It might have been. It's like, anyway. it might have been. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Harriet Winslow, the mother, played by uh, Joe Marie Payton. She left the show halfway into the ninth and final season. Do you remember this? Because there was a new Harriet. Yeah. The last like dozen ten, or so episodes. episodes yeah it was real weird and we were supposed to just not worry about it i know like, they, ne- not think about- they never mentioned it i mean at least say she died or something well, it i was don't like, know you know that happened in fresh prince like but it happened like halfway through the series who left um the mom and i don't remember like it was <clears throat> who was it in fresh prince i can't remember her name in the in the show but it was one lady and then a few seasons in it changed and just nothing was said she just, left. just another lady <laughs> And it was still Aunt So-and-So. Anyway, yeah. She has, like, an extensive TV background, too. Even before the show. And yeah. like I said, she was on Perfect Strangers. Yeah. She, no, she... But she's been in... I've seen her in, in a lot of other stuff, too. Yeah. Like, um, a lot of, like, TV movies and yeah. stuff like that. You know, some more characters of the show. Uh, Estelle Winslow was the grandmother. Oh, she's um, so funny. Eddie. Uh, Laura Winslow. Judy Winslow. Um, which, <laughs> Judy had an interesting career choice. Did you ever hear about this? Judy disappears from the show. Like, there's no yeah, mention of her. That. It's just like she was never there after, like, a couple seasons, yeah. maybe three seasons. Uh, she got into the adult film industry Hey-o. for a while. Yeah. Well, uh, and then you had Little Richie. Little Richie, man. Which was the um, the son of Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Rachel Crawford. Yeah. Um, she was really pretty, too. Yeah, she was. I liked her. Uh, Telma Hopkins. She was... One of the top background singers 
uh, for Stevie Wonder and a lot more singers. Back I didn't in the know day. that. Yeah, I, I didn't know it either. Actually, yeah, I, like, I knew she had in the show. They sort of referenced like a career as a Broadway type. Yeah, actress, but then she couldn't. She had Richie, and she had to support him. And but no, she was but like pretty, she was legit, oh, pretty wow. big. Yeah, I mean, That's she cool. still has a lot of uh, TV and movie roles. You'll oh yeah, see she's, her pop up she's around a lot. Things. I've seen her and stuff. Um, I can't really mention the show without talking about <laughs> one of my favorite side characters of all time, uh, freaking Waldo or Aldo Faldo. You know, Waldo, I've been meaning to ask you this for a long time. How did your sister get a name like Quesadilla? <laughs> she was born in Taco Bell. <laughs> It was either quesadilla or burrito grande. Oh, Played by uh, Sean Harrison. Love that dude. My dad loved that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Waldo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. What's up, Eddie? What's up, Eddie? <laughs> dude, I want Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Waldo. Oh, Waldo, you had Weasel. Remember yeah, yeah, Weasel. Weasel. I liked old Weasel. Yeah. Uh, you had L- Lieutenant Murtaugh. You remember him? The, yes, the I white guy, him. the lieutenant, L- the his cop. boss of uh, Carl's boss. Ultra stupid, He's really dumb, but but funny. really, really funny. He was actually a real. Um, well, he was a L.A. police reserve officer. Oh wow! For over twenty years, so it kind of tied in with his role a little bit. Yeah. And uh, he passed away two thousand sixteen. Which that's sad. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. I love Family Matters, though. Dude. Yeah, it was. If I had to pick a favorite show on TGI, if that was it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um. I still remember a specific episode. I mean, I remember multiple episodes mm-hmm. of the show, but one episode that stands out to me, this isn't my favorite, but it stands out. I remember spending the night at uh, my good friend Josh Self's house. Okay. Um, he It was his birthday. He got Jurassic Park on the Sega Genesis. Oh. We played that. There we go. We got Pizza Hut. Yeah. It was on a Friday night. The mood was right. The mood was right. <laughs> So we fired up that TGIF. Yeah, you did. Because we knew that there was a special episode of Family Matters on where Carl and Steve battle at American Gladiators. Oh, that's right. Do you remember that? I remember this. Oh, I remember that episode. Yes. And they had all the Gladiator characters. Everybody was on there. Yeah. Uh, Mac Adam Lee and everybody, the announcer. And they got on the show because one of Waldo's cousins was on the show. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it happened like Steve... If I remember correctly, Carl and Eddie were on the roof putting a new antenna up, and Steve went up there to yes. help. It ended with Carl sliding, sliding down the, the roof yeah. and falling. Falling three stories or whatever. So I guess because of that, they challenged him to an American Gladiators competition. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great episode. Oh, man. But I remember the specific night watching it. Yeah. With all that going on, it was just great, dude. I remember the one where um, Steve got struck by lightning like four times. <laughs> doing so. He just walked outside. Yeah. And we get struck. He just came back inside. He's like, eh. <laughs> And then he goes back out. I don't remember what episode it was. But he gets struck again. It's like, what? How are you alive, Is Steve? What's going on? I, I thought, see, I always thought Eddie was really funny. Yeah, uh, Eddie was y- funny. Young Eddie was hilarious. Yeah. He was just, he was kind of dumb. A little dumb, but but he thought he was super cool. Yeah. Like, he thought he was the coolest dude ever. And uh, he had he had a sidekick, a Waldo, in there. He had Waldo, and then early seasons he had, 
I should have looked up the guy's name. I, I didn't look at it. It was, it was a white guy, a younger white guy. But he, he was Eddie's buddy, like, first season. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always liked him, too. I'm just thinking of moments, like, from Family Matters that really stood out to me. I mean, there's so many. Um, the Urkel Dance. Do you remember the oh, Urkel Dance? Oh, yeah, the Urkel Dance. I used to know the lyrics, I think. <laughs> Everybody do the Urkel Dance. It was a great one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was a drinking episode. I think we were talking about drinking episodes earlier. Oh, okay. Well, um, it was Laura's birthday on the on a roof of someplace. Yes, I remember and that. And somebody spiked the punch. Yeah. And Steve got a hold of the punch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Steve. Now, let me ask you this. Now, this oh. was this was a big T- TGIF event. Do you remember when the shows crossed over? That Urkel showed up? I remember Urkel showing up. On um, showed up on Full House, Full House, step by step, step by step, yeah, mm-hmm. and Boy Meets World. Oh, did he go to Boy Meets World? Yeah, okay. like he was incorporated into the episodes. Uh huh. Now the way he shows up in one of the episodes, I don't remember which one it is. Mm-hmm. It might have been Full House. One of the ways he shows up at one of the shows is at the end of Family Matters. He had invented some kind of rocket pack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he takes off inside the Winslow house through the roof. Through the roof. And somehow he lands in another one of the shows. Where, well, I mean, if it's Full House, he went all the way to San Francisco. It was a powerful rock. I mean, you know, him and Carl, you know, the core of the show. That dynamic was the was the crux of the show, and everything, I think, just bounced off that. Yeah. You know, like, Steve affected everybody's life in that show. He affected, obviously, uh, Laura, Laura, because he was obsessed with her. Harriet. Eddie, uh, he he affected everybody, but just yeah. him and Carl, just that butted head, just constantly, <laughs> just always. Well, I guess not butted heads, but just Carl was just like, oh, you know. uh, Steve, could we be alone? Sure, Eddie, would you mind stepping outside for a second? <laughs> no, Steve, I I meant I'd like to be alone with Eddie. Oh, I get it. Father and son moment. I'll just tiptoe out. The show was it's it's very different and it, it, it's it's kind of your classic sitcom, but it really went out there sometimes. It yeah, the believability of it being just a normal family just went out through the roof. Right. I mean, the more Steve is featured, um, you know, he starts inventing different things. It basically centers around his inventions where he gets really weird. Yeah, he turns himself into Stefan, which is basically Jalil White, just Jalil cool, White, yeah, a cool version of Steve. Yeah. Uh, he can transform himself anytime. Uh, he created a um, a teleporter. Yeah, I remember, I remember they that. all teleported to Paris. <laughs> it gets really out. He had there. like a time machine too, didn't he? I some sort of time think, travel thing. Because then he did. Yeah, they fought in some pirate ship or something. I can't. I'm sure they did. Uh, yeah, it it gets out there. The first seasons, like seasons one through three or one through four, are really really good. Yeah. 
But the further it goes along, the more just kind of like, yeah, y'all are running out of ideas. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little out there. And I think because, like you said, they sort of concentrate on Steve because he was obviously the most popular character. Yeah, um, it was still fun, but yeah. once it hit like season seven, season eight, mm-hmm. it's just really not good. Yeah, it just went. It really gets goofy. Yeah, but uh, if I had to pick one episode, there's okay. a lot of episodes, but if I had to pick one off the top of my head, one I always like. It's in season one, episode 14. It's called Baker's Dozen. You might remember this one. Um, Carl decides yes. he's going to sell a secret recipe. Do you remember this one? <laughs> For lemon tarts. Lemon tarts. That's right. And I think it's Rachel who takes it to someone. She takes it to a company that decides to buy his recipe. Yes. And they want 12,000 of them in less than 48 hours. Steve, I don't even have time to be me. Great. Maybe I'll stay a while. Can I help? Yeah. You got an oven we can use, Chief? Sure. You can use mine for free. All I ask is for Laura's hand in marriage. Exactly how big is your oven? And the entire episode is just like the family getting together. Like they rent out like this uh, baking equipment. And- yeah. Um, and it's just like this classic kind of 80s sitcom episode. <laughs> just hijinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it gets bad. I mean, like, like it just turns into chaos. Yeah. Right. As everyone's, you know, the tension is as high as it can be. Steve walks Steve in. Walks in. <laughs> Here he is. Yeah. Oh. Basically Steve leaves after getting pelted with multiple, uh, tarts, I guess. <laughs> but I don't know. It's a very fun episode yeah but yeah family matters is one of the best i mean it really is yeah and like you know step by step i think at the time was you know was my favorite but but family matters is right there and i think looking at it now yeah family matters is such a good show yeah i think it was kind of next level as far as the sitcom goes but lasted a long time too yeah it did 10 seasons yes something around there no uh nine 89 to 98. Yeah, so, yeah, ABC sold it off like during the ninth season or uh-huh. after the eighth season. So season nine aired on CBS. Oh, that's and, right. Um, I remember that now. There was supposed to be another season, but they didn't renew it. But those are some of my favorite shows, man. I mean, man, if you had to pick one of my three, what would you oh, pick? Oh, Family Matters. Family yeah. Matters? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's, um, yeah, like you said, that's just one. I think it's just one of the best sitcoms yeah of all time i mean it, it's up there it's gotta be in the top some top 10 or 15 list you know somewhere yeah as far as just sitcoms in general but remember when the bushwhackers showed up on family matters the tag team wrestlers? yes i do remember that that was uh that was early on wasn't it like <laughs> yeah. first couple seasons <laughs> the part <laughs> in that and i can't remember Butch and luke coming in there i can't remember who waldo does this to off the top of my head but at the end of the match everyone rushes the ring because it's like chaos yeah and I think Waldo grabs, like, everyone's fighting, and Waldo doesn't know what to do. So he just grabs the first person he sees, which is Steve, and puts him in a headlock. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, stop it, Waldo. Stop. <laughs> Why are you doing it? There's a lot. There, there's just a lot of episodes of Family Matters that are just so funny. Yeah. I mean, it really is a good, good show. Thrilling. In episode 30, the guys do what anyone should do when they reach such a milestone. They go to a flea market and then discuss their findings. Oh dear! If you started out the main part, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, this is kind of crappy." Yeah. But when after being in with the gypsies and then in Tetanus Town, 
you come back and you like and this Carl. looks like the Taj Mahal. Oh, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Air conditioned. Yeah. I mean, there's the, nights there's some music playing the music in the background. Playing, uh I think it was like who I don't know what it was. It was R and B, I think. But whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh they had like a restaurant back there. It was crazy. No, but it's really nice in there. It's like you know, you get these little stalls and you know, yeah. they have like nice stuff in there. The people look you okay. know, mainly sane. Yeah, okay. You know. Yeah. Um and then we stopped in a few places that had you know, they have like toys and stuff like that. It was really, yeah. really cool. So Well, We'll talk about, you know, like I said, the stuff at the end, but we went into one place. Nice woman. Yeah. She had a storage container full of stuff. Yeah, she did. Lots of Eric stuff. finds the little container on the outside. Smart man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I dive in. You go into the bowels of the place. I'm down, like squatting down deep into this area. Sweating into into your glasses. Just I start dumping sweat. <laughs> it is so hot in You're there. feverishly looking. I felt the heat just slowly creep in on I think she had me. a heater on in there. I, she I, had to. I think she did. Because outside, I was fine. I was fine. I was just sorting through the stuff. I've never sweated like that in my life. You were out there just... You were in there Not just, standing in one place. Golly, yeah. That was horrible. <laughs> I brought a handkerchief. See, I was prepared. You are... Again... You knew what you were getting into. Wiping away the sweat, grabbing this stuff. Oh, man. Rifling through this. Yeah. You should have just picked up the whole bin and just said, hey, 30 bucks. After we went to the Taj Mahal and yeah. got our stuff, we actually got stuff in there that we'll talk about later. Yeah. We went out to this other building that we had seen before. And, and it you was had closed. mentioned yeah. that it was closed. This was the famous building that I'd been mentioning to you yeah. before we ever even went. This I said, one, yeah. this is the building my wife refuses to go in. So It's bad. I, we walk in. Yes. And what do I notice at the at the door? What? A five-gallon bucket. Oh, yeah. With brown stagnant water in it. Well, those are free to take. And little hair bows and barrettes floating in the water. Those are all the victims. I think so. It's his little uh, tribute. If I had brought Lydia, she probably would have never gotten out alive. I don't know. This place is bad. It was bad. <laughs> it's so... I don't know. Is it like a trailer? Is it like a railroad I don't even car? know what it is. Know. We don't know. <laughs> We're going to say it was a railroad car. We're say it's an old railroad car. Because that sounds car. way better. Um, and it's, when I say it is chock full of stuff, and you tried to describe it to me. Yeah. You tried to prepare me. You, you couldn't prepare me for this. It's hard to even walk down the aisles. It's floor to ceiling. It's yes. floor to ceiling stuff. Yes. And it's the, it's trash. Yeah. Most of it is trash. Oh, 95% of it's trash. Yeah. Now, imagine now imagine this place in the winter, which I've gone there several times in the winter. Yeah. This dude has space heaters all around well, that place. I mean, how uh, have the Shreveport Fire Department not come out here and shut this place how down? How has it not been gone up in a blaze of glory? Every like, fire code broken. Yeah. Oh, there's no fire codes out there. No, there's no rules out there. No rules, There's man. no rules in Texas. No laws. Town. They're not going to enforce laws in there. No. So, you know how many weapons are out there? Yeah. That's oh, a zombie awesome. That's a zombie apocalypse so, place. One thing that I don't know if you noticed in this place, it was two guys. And one of them was a real heavy set, tall white guy. Did you see what he was doing? No, he didn't work there. No, he didn't work there. He was a guy shopping. He was, I, I don't know what he was talking about. I heard him talking constantly about something. Like yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's nice. What was he? No. He was looking at a gun holster and had his gun and was just, look, just, Putting it in and out of the holster to no, see he, if it fit. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. It, it was. It was like a. It was like a compact handgun, 
And he was just kind of waving it around and seeing if it would fit. I miss that. No muzzle discipline at all. Yes. He's waving this thing around. Yeah. And I'm like, and I tried, but you were. I didn't see it. You, I think we were just really close to the guy, and I was trying to tell you about it. But, yeah, but you were you were looking at blank VHS tapes. <laughs> I went into the blank VHS tapes. Yeah, I'm fascinated with those tapes. Oh my god! But I'm scared to grab any yeah. of them because I don't want to be like I don't want to have the evidence. Mm-mm. This dude has a bunch of VHS tapes that are 100 percent blank. I like he, there's no label on them. There's no indication. There's of something what, on them. Yeah, there's something recorded on them. You just don't know what. You just don't know what. I'm it, not that brave. It could be Land Before Time. <laughs> Or it could be an ISIS beheading. We don't know. An ISIS telling. beheading. Yeah. No, no, no. It'd be a beheading at Tetanus Town. At Tetanus Town with the yeah. old rusty saw. It'd be like an old, like you know, old video, and it'd be black. Then it would finally come up, and there'd be like one of the people that we had seen there mm-hmm. holding a knife. And the guy, there was a shoplifter or something that they're beheading. Yeah. yeah. And they have a mask, uh, you know, a bag over their bag head. Over the head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, you you were looking at him like, ah, but you just couldn't bring yourself to. And then you have old doof over there waving his gun around. I didn't see. I was like, what are you doing, Eric? Yeah. While we're at this place, yeah, I spotted something. Oh boy! And I had to just, I I just just go. I, I can't freak out. Yeah, you had to. You don't yourself. you don't freak out when you see something amazing because I want to upcharge you. That's true. You want to keep your poker face on, be like, oh, well, I guess four dollars, four dollars. I'd give. I honest to God, I'd I would have given this person up to twenty. Really? Even though it's not worth that, because I know you can get it cheaper on eBay. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, now guys, I'm not going to tell you what this is. I'm going to just show it to Eric, yeah. and I'm going to get his reaction. Now don't right. don't say what it is. Okay. What? No. <laughs> I found. The one Ghostbuster figure that I swear to you I've wanted since I was probably eight years old. I found Fearsome Flush. <laughs> oh my lord. This is beautiful. That is a, that is perfect. Now, this is the crown jewel of all flea market finds. <laughs> this is what you go to the flea market to find. This is a real Ghostbusters toy, and it is a toilet. Now, I do love how they have the real Ghostbusters or the Ghostbusters symbol on top yeah, logo of the lid. On the lid. Yeah, it's a toilet toy. It's it's small. I mean, it's not small, but it's it's a toilet. I wanted this for years, and I spotted this sucker in its plastic porcelain glory. Oh my god! And I just about started to cry. <laughs> the best I'm surprised you held it together. The best part about this toy, yeah, is that when you roll it. The lid and the back of the commode pop open. Eyes pop out the Eyes back. pop out the back. A tongue and teeth come out the front. Oh. Now. <laughs> that's so crazy. You tell me that's not amazing. <laughs> you need to take a picture of that, put it on Instagram tonight. Yes. A toy toilet. I'm not sure how much longer I can do this. Episode 32 was primarily about how technology has changed over the years. It also featured Brent losing his f***ing mind. Enjoy. Do you feel it? Well, do ya? The pain. The joy. The triumph. The fear. 
the yearning for redemption, for revenge. Okay, we're outside, and there appears to be a campfire. And, uh, where did you get that outfit? Quiet, boy! Jeez. Lower your tone, for the night is dark and full of terrors. Terrors. Mm. Just to think it started with Ned, the endless chain of death and terror that has only now begun to break. Slowly. For the Night King has fallen. Your lack of... Shrooms? You're you're on shrooms. You, you're, does Brett do shrooms? Ned Stark, a noble warden of the North, taken from us by those who would see us lie here and allow the gods to take us. But it's not our time yet. We haven't even done our intro. Boy! Stop slapping me! Quiet. Quiet. Gather yourself. Come, get closer to the fire. Strength is not something that we can do without tomorrow. For our enemy grows in number by the minute. Okay, we have to properly open this show. So I'm just going to hope whatever you slip me just kind of wears off. Lest you forget, boys! Oh, man. A noble lord of Winterfell, Ned Stark, beheaded as his daughters watched. The wedding! The red wedding! The phrase venomous betrayal upon our beloved king and family. Lest you forget the war! We're in with not only men, but death itself. Lest you forget our future queen. For she darkens the skies alone with her dragons. And gives all the men hope that we will see another sunrise. Alright, so today's episode... Lest you forget the Battle of the Bastards. God. That we only heard tales of. And that has almost become legend, but is only received well because John stands among us still. What is happening? Never forget the death, the pain, the triumph. And the ones that were willing to look into the cold stare of death's eye on the battlefield every single night. And say, not today. Not today. For the North remembers. The Lannisters will burn. And our queen, she will provide the flames. Two more battles remain on the HBO plane. The God of Death is near. And we shall never forget the fallen. So mount up! And let's ride into the mouth of hell together. For the night gathers, and our watch has now begun. Hold Eric, d- Hodor's dead, Eric. I was trying to. I was trying to get into it. Dude, you know nothing. I mean. Welcome to the Friday Five Podcast. My name is Brent, and uh, this is my. You know, I don't know what just happened. Co-host, My name is Eric. What are you talking about? I I don't know what just happened. I just blocked out for about twelve seconds. I, it seems like it. I don't know what you're on lately. We have a fun episode today. But we have a dude, we do we have a packed episode. episode today. Yeah, we do. I warned you. In episode thirty-five, the fellows discuss things from the past they would bring back. I can think of some things from the past that I'd like to bring back, like my skin, my soul. Enjoy. Radio Shack. Everyone needs answers sometimes. We are the place America goes for service to please, for expert advice. There is one answer everyone knows. Everything they're looking for. So much more than just a store. The best in America, Radio Shack. Nobody I love Radio Shack. You know they only get thing Radio Shack's done? What? Is that Super Bowl commercial they came out with a few years ago. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
where the guy picks up the phone and the other guy's like, who is it? And he goes, it's uh, the 80s. They want their store back. Yes, yes, I do remember that now. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan comes through the yeah, door. Every, everything uh, happens. Slimer. <laughs> I mean, the California Raisins are dancing on a counter. Yes. That is one of the best commercials ever made. Look it up on YouTube. Yeah. Now explain to me why you your um, back, unless you're just really into finding obscure chords. I, <laughs> not far from it. I used to love because they would have gadgets. They yeah. had a little gadget like the bullhorn that you could <laughs> like talk through. Just going Spencer's now. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, this bullhorn shape funny. No, no. <laughs> um, and they would have keyboards where you could do like the drum sounds and stuff. And somebody in there going, man, yeah, you're talking about the old radio show before it became like basically a phone store. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about old. Yeah, before cell phone. Uh, Radio Shack. Yeah, you went. You had to go there to get VCRs and 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 um, okay. Yeah, see, I yeah, I don't have a ton of memories of that, but I know know what you're talking about. There's no real way to make it come back. I guess I don't. In that respect, for the dealing with this show, Radio Shack probably isn't the best pick because I I can't see a way to bring it back because it's is it still around? I think. I want to say yeah, but they were shutting a lot of them down, and I don't know what they were making the new ones in, or the ones that still existed. I don't know what they were making them into. Radio Probably, Radio Huts. Radio Huts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> radio Hut. Here's my here's my plan. You have a pizza place in the radio, <laughs> and then a radio shack, a pizza buffet, and a radio shack. Yes, now, the mascot uh, is Wiry. <laughs> Just a tall, yes, thin guy tall wearing guy. all black. <laughs> His partner, Coax. I'm wary. <laughs> I'm wary. I'm an obscure wire. We sell them here. I'm only made. <laughs> do, do you need a cord for a 1982 Panasonic VCR? You do. We got it. We got it. They yeah. are good with stuff like that. Do you have a giant satellite dish in your backyard <laughs> that looks like something from <laughs> my, my friend, Vincent Laster. Yeah. Um, who I've brought up many times. I remember he had a huge satellite dish in his backyard in Missouri. It looked like something out of the movie Contact. Yeah. My, I was um, like, what are you picking up on that TV? My that lived in Crossit. Yeah. The, the West, they had a huge one forever. Yeah. You could they, hear like alien chatter on yeah, that thing. You get stuff from Mars. It was awesome. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so he he probably had to go to Radio Show. I like Wari and Coax. Wari and Coax. There's a, well, we just came up with some mascots. Yeah. So. Coax could have the end of a coax cable on his <laughs> on head. On the top of his head, pointing out. Yeah, it was real dangerous. He couldn't really... He can't bend down. He'll stab somebody. Yeah, yeah. Like, he keeps moving around. People like, whoa, stop. <laughs> you're going to poke somebody. I'm the new mascot, Mr. HDMI. Boom! <laughs> I provide superior sound and picture. Yeah, get out! <laughs> he's like the villain. Yeah, he's the bad guy He's now. like the shredder. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to... <laughs> Try to take over everything. Oh my gosh, I love it. I want to write a mini series now. Yes, coax and wires. Coax and wires. Adventures of obsolete. Course. Would you put like Radio Shack like like would you just? I think you could probably keep the name maybe, and I don't know. I don't know what you would do with it. I, I, I think its only hope is to maybe just be online. Yeah, maybe and like yeah to be like a um like a mono price or something and just like deal with yeah chords and. Stuff online. But, I mean, you can go to Amazon. Now, there was a Radio Shack by the Chuck E. Cheese you were talking about earlier. Yes. Yes, there was. I remember that. Yes, there was. And there was that movie theater. Yep. 
Yeah. It was, it was a local right a local place here. It was like a, a little uh, strip mall. Mm-hmm. And it had Chuck E. Cheese, a little bitty movie theater. Yeah, like a four screen. I movie saw theater. the movie Gettingsburg there. Oh, and after geez. the film, there were people dressed up like soldiers in the parking lot, setting off cannons. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not joking. Welcome to Shreveport. <laughs> Boom! There was a bunch of Confederate pride. There was a bunch of Confederate <laughs> soldiers in the parking lot. And I was like, "What the heck's going on here?" <laughs> States rights. <man. laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh god." Oh boy. Get to the car. <laughs> um, oh wow. So yeah. I got a job at Radio Shack three years ago. They went bankrupt 11 hours into my first shift. In this next highlight from episode 36 the guys talk about some retro commercials. I always enjoyed that old ring pop commercial, where the boy proposes to the girl, using a ring pop. Now that I think about it, what the f*** kind of situation were they in? They went to Cancun. We went to your brothers in Poughkeepsie. This Halloween, find Monster Game pieces in Pepsi products and Doritos brand tortilla chips. The right match can win you thousands of prizes up to a million dollars. Look for specially marked packages. It could change your life for good. You'll never take out the garbage. Play Pepsi Doritos Monster Match for Monster Money. I'm going with the 1991 Doritos Pepsi Halloween commercial. I freaking love this commercial now this was also during the time that universal monsters teamed up with uh pepsi and doritos heaven oh yeah do you remember that that? it was like it was special packaging and everything it was so yeah oh that was oh brilliant this one i love because it's basically frankenstein at home (laughs) frankenstein's monster at home he wins a contest and like his wife is nagging (laughs) and it's which is basically the bride of frankenstein yeah and uh, he just he wins like a contest to go somewhere and like when he gets up he just looks at her and goes <laughs> and he's like I'm out <laughs> that was the greatest tie-in in my opinion yeah universal monsters and frankly any kind of snack food but oh, I yeah. remember it was really big at one time mm-hmm. and I remember I remember when they advertised this like in the grocery stores too like along it was tied into this commercial right <laughs> Okay, do you remember Albertsons would always go kind of elaborate with their Coke? Like yeah, they yeah. would get packs of Coke and make a mural, make it like a design or something. This was the same year as this commercial. Do yeah. you remember the year that Albertsons made a haunted house out of? Coke? Yes, I do remember that. How did they oh not get gosh. sued? Oh my Somebody lord! Somebody could have did. died in that thing. Yes, I don't even know you're supposed I to go through it. I did Oh my god! I was thinking about how I could stay, dude. I remember. Oh, I think I'm gonna start crying. Our I local that. grocery store took chills, like the man. twelve pack. Yeah, Coke in the box. In the, yeah, in the, the box. Yeah. And the they stacked boxes. them to create a, a freaking haunted, haunted house. freaking house. <laughs> I remember seeing that going. I'm home. Uh, yeah, this. I'm not leaving. Yeah, I am not leaving. I'm here. home. I've I've arrived at my new house. I think. Yeah, they won't know I'm. There. My parents turned my back, and I was in that thing. Yeah. Oh, good grief. Oh, uh, I think that might have been the time. It was tied directly into that commercial because they had like a little uh, cardboard banner. Yeah, with that commercial oh. uh, picture from it on there. Oh my god, dude! I I just relived a bunch of childhood right there. 
They don't do the, that anymore with the Coke pads. They'll do the, the murals, but they'll do like a goalpost for football season or whatever. This was a house with a slab and everything. <laughs> plumbing. I, it did. It had heat, heating and cooling. I think it had, I hope it had plumbing. <laughs> oh, this I was there. making myself at home. <laughs> I had all the Doritos I could eat. <laughs> all did. the drinks I'd have to eat. I'd have to drink my house. Yeah, you just drink your house. Eventually, it would go wrong. Yeah, cardboard's natural insulation. I mean, any kind on. of Universal Monster tie-in with Coke or uh, Pepsi, Pepsi or yeah. Doritos. Man, those were so much oh, fun. Perfect. So great. I love that commercial because I just love Frankenstein's monster <laughs> and him like you know blowing off his wife he's is, like, and he's frustrated with his marriage. It's hilarious <laughs> to me. <laughs> In episode 37 the boys talk about summer blockbuster movies. However, in this clip from the show we get to hear about a home improvement disaster. We are going to talk about another uh-huh. home improvement disaster. This one off now. This okay. is started off by explaining the YouTube channel. That, okay, so that uh, people, I'm you sure people showed me this, this channel along with a couple other people, but you were the the main one. This was like, I mean, this was ten, ooh, probably ten years ago, 10, 12, 10 11 years ago. Uh, you showed me a a, um, a YouTube channel called Epic Meal Time, and we were both obsessed with this channel mm-hmm. for a good while. I mean, we were like every you know, every time they come out with a new episode, did you see the 40,000 calorie I think I, lasagna or I whatever? gifted you a shirt one time yeah. from them. Sauce, Sauce balls. Balls. I still have that shirt. <laughs> I still have it. And, it, was, um, it was a lot of fun. And the guys on there are just insane and they're hilarious. And uh, There was a guy, a really jacked up muscular <clears throat> guy named Muscles. Muscles Glasses. Yeah, Muscles he Glasses. Wore sun, he always wore Yeah, it was... It was weird. And they had the fun. guy that ate real politely. Like with the- <laughs> was, yeah, at, at the end of each episode, they would eat whatever they created, and they would just eat it like animals. And there was always one guy with a knife and a fork. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> mm, but everybody else is stuffed in their face. Yeah. So we love this channel. Like we, so we're like, you know what? They put together ridiculous meals. Yeah, like crazy meals. Like they would do. They did a fast food lasagna one time that was just the funniest. <laughs> they they would literally go to a drive through and order. 200 cheeseburgers from McDonald's. And then they go to Wendy's and order like 300 chicken sandwiches. It was it was insane. And then they like layered them yeah. with chili and like cheese and bacon. There was always bacon and everything. Fast food lasagna. Oh my gosh. So we got the bright idea oh, that yeah. we are going to have our own epic meal time. Epic meal time on a smaller scale, <laughs> yeah. but still epic. At um, your house. At my house. So uh, <laughs> I don't remember the exact menu. I know we did. And these actually turned out really good. Is cheese we did sticks? the cheese sticks with bacon around them and Doritos. Like, did we put bacon around the cheese? We tried to, but I think that didn't work. But then the the Dorito, um, the crushed up Doritos for the crust, that worked really well. So we ended up just doing that. Yeah. But originally we were going to wrap it in bacon, but that didn't really work out as well. Yeah. So crushed Dorito cheese sticks. Yeah, yeah. So like we had like nacho cheese Dorito crusted cheese sticks, which were phenomenal now we did have bacon wrapped pigs in a blanket yes we did we had yeah. that and then we had our mustard sauce that we made which well, we'll get back to that there something else though but we did so we did the the meat death star that was what we called it so we got a but like we 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 got we made a meatball that we made a, a big meatball yes we wrapped that in bacon bacon we put 
something like pepperoni or something around it. Yeah. And then we did more meat, and it was this giant. I completely forgot about that till you just said that. Yeah. It was called that we called it the Death Star. The Death Star. And we put it in the oven for however long it needed to to cook. And then I was like, I'm going to make some kind of sauce. Oh, it makes a sauce (laughs) because he always made sauce. So I made this. This weird mustard concoction with like there was a ton of mustard and some mayonnaise and like we put bacon in it. I, I think. think we put bacon and like some spices. I can't some remember. Like, random yeah random spices and some. Uh, I wonder did we put ranch in there? No, we didn't. Peppers put or something. Yeah, yeah. And we were gonna dip the pigs in a blanket in it. Yeah, yeah. And so and oh, there was uh, little sliced pepperonis too. Like we put sliced. I don't know why we did that. Oh yeah. Oh, that's what it was. I wasn't bacon. It was pepperoni. It was a pepperoni. Yeah. And so we're like, oh, this is going to be great. So we... Now, it was just you and I at your house. Uh, your wife, Rebecca, was out somewhere. I think she went off with my wife to see a film or something. Yeah, they, but they came back. She came back. Yeah, she came, she came back. So, but anyways. Anyway, so we, um, so we, you know, we're eating and we were having a good time. And it was like, of course, we couldn't eat all of it. Yeah. And so we had, I don't know what made us, we were kind of cleaning up a little bit. I didn't know. And... I had an old house at the time that did not have a garbage disposal. <laughs> I didn't know that. And he didn't know this. <laughs> so he's dumping um, this mustard sauce with pepperonis down the thing. It was a lot. It was a lot of it. And you were like washing it out. And it was like, hey, Eric, uh, your sink's starting to back up. Where's the switch for the garbage disposal? I'm like, oh, man, we don't have a garbage disposal. Oh, <laughs> he's no. like, oh, God. So, so it's backing up. It's backing up because it's clogged up fast. So what do I? What what is my bright idea? Plunger. Hey, I got a plunger. Yeah, I didn't understand that at the time <laughs> that the force from the plunger put a lot of pressure would put a lot of pressure on the pipes below the sink. <laughs> so I get in there and I go, <laughs> and I'm I'm in sandals and I'm standing there watching. You're like, this is interesting. Hey, it's going. And suddenly I feel mustard water mixed with other fluids dripping mm. on my feet yep and it's it, coming from the cabinet yeah we opened the cabinet and it was like the the elevator scene in the shining with the blood <laughs> yes yes it was just old water mustard sauce random water from the drain yeah just dirty dishwater and i remember a little cockroach was floating on top of yes i was like <laughs> and i saw it coming out of the pipe and i was like oh no i was like crap it was so, everywhere i unscrew the pipes and then <laughs> Don't it, just, do that. it just jumps out it just it I mean, floods it was kitchen. on the cabinet doors it was oh, up by the God. the fridge it was horrible dude i was freaking out because i knew my wife was going yeah to we both me. like i rushed to get towels yes and i'm like what time does the movie end? yeah yeah we're just like <laughs> And then we're cleaning up, and we're we're getting close to being done. And my wife comes in, and she's like, "Hey, blah blah," and we're like, "Hey, how's it going?" Uh, she's like, "No, I, we we were done. Oh, we were we done. were done, and we both sat on the couch real quick. Oh, and we were like, don't say anything. We're trying to act natural. I'm not good at acting natural. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there sweating. You didn't tell her. No, like, you told her after I left, I think. Yeah, I did. Because I think she smelled it. She smelled it. She's like, what does that smell? I was like, well... And then the cat was out of the bag yeah. at that point. But, man, yeah, we tried to hide it at first because I was like, oh, gosh, she's going to kill us. And there were still, like, stains, like, on the inside of the cabinet. There was, like, mustard stains. And, man. Oh, my gosh, it was awful. The mustard incident. 
Mustard Stains was the name of a band I started in high school. We did Bananarama cover songs. I don't like to talk about it. Episode 40 is where my life ends. Oh and it's where the guys have fun talking about conspiracy theories, here are a couple of clips from it. Interesting show. Um, we have a big one here. I mean, we'll kind of discuss that in just a second. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we talked about Nigel last time. I think he called in. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just just real quick for everybody that might have not heard last week's show, Nigel um, Jones, I think is his last name, uh, buddy of Eric's, he recently moved back to the United States. Um, he's in California. Long story short, Eric's been in touch with him. He mentioned him to me. I was like, we ought to get this guy to call in. He called in. He's going to be touring the country. Um, wouldn't it be funny? Because he was going to go through it almost at the exact same time that the raid on Area 51 was supposed to go down. Um, it's been all over the news. You guys have probably heard about it. But uh, we're like, what if we get him to be there within maybe the day before or the day of the raid? And he could actually call in from um, the edge of Area 51. I mean, you can go to the edge of it. He's up for it. He said he would do it. So, uh, of course, we jumped on that. And that kind of leads us to today. <laughs> okay, we had to take like a five-minute break because um, Eric had to call Nigel. And do you have him on the phone? Right he's he's here, man. Hey, uh, Nigel, you here, buddy? Hey, man. Yeah, uh, I'm here. Hey, um, so where are you at? <laughs> where are you at right now? Oh, man. I'm in Area 51 right now. Wait, wait, you're, you're... Well, I think I think it's Area 51. Um, I, there's a huge crowd, man. Like we came, I came to stay at, uh, at a roadside motel. There's like I don't know how many people I had to get through. Sort of met him, this guy, and uh, we roomed together. And he's with this sort of smaller group that knows where they're going. Uh, I think they're planning to go like on a hillside outside the base and gets a better view or something. So I'm kind of just hanging out with these guys, and they're sort of funny, like little Mad Max sort of vibe. Okay, so wait. It, no, this, I'm not joking, man. It's, it's, <laughs> you're you're at the edge yeah. right now? Yeah. Well, I, don't, I guess I'm at the edge. Like, I, I don't really see anything. Uh, there's some fencing, um, maybe some... I mean, there's just, like, crowds around... You know, this roadway that goes to a gate. I'm not really sure. We're so, we're on foot right now. Uh, we we sort of got out of the cars and. So but, you're so you're not with the main crowd right now. No, no, I, I'm with a group. Um, but I'd say there's probably seventy-five to a hundred of us. We're sort of well, we're just walking, um, sort of up this hill. It's sort of getting away from all the the other crowd. I, I don't know really where we're going. Um, but it's uh, it seems pretty cool. Like all these guys. Are you okay? I, I, are you there? Hey, Nigel, there. Hey. Okay. I think it went, Did it uh, I think it went out. Huh. Yeah. I get, well, I don't, he said he was walking. Like I don't. I don't know. Is he? Is he serious? Well, I mean, he sounds like he's. <laughs> Why would he? he I don't like know. I don't. Group. Yeah, but he knows not to like go any further. It is dizzy. Um, we're gonna talk about project. Pegasus. Ew, it sounds amazing. <laughs> Sorry. A Pegasus. Pegasus. I like this one. All right. That's it. Okay, <laughs> cool. Well, my next one. Um, 
it's it's a guy. He's an attorney, actually, in Washington. Yeah. Very. I, I watched a video. I watched an hour video last night because I found it so interesting. Very well spoken, normal looking yeah. guy. Okay. He's like in his mid to late sixties. All right. He claims that he participated in Project Pegasus. Okay. Which was a time travel organization. Ah. Back in the late sixties, early seventies. Okay. He was seven years old when he was recruited to this. From 1968 to 1972, he participated in over a dozen experiments that took him through time, space, and parallel universes. Ooh. Project Pegasus was under the DARPA initiative. DARPA. DARPA. Okay. Isn't it DARPA? I guess. I I, I don't know this one. It's the defense and... I guess dark arts? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, Eric, if you're not going to take this seriously. No, 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 no. I am, I am, I am. No one is. Because we're talking about Project Pegasus. PP. Okay? <laughs> we're talking about PP. Yeah. You're right. <coughs> Anyways. Yeah. It's when the United States achieved um, the ability to time travel. Okay. And it was, that was the actual Philadelphia experiment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Children were recruited because of their ability to adapt to the intense strains of time travel. Mm-hmm. Um the time travel machine was created using schematics from uh, Nikola 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 uh, Tesla. Tesla. Okay, yeah, that they found after he died in 1943. Wow. Now they, this is legit. I mean, they yeah. they, they found a ton of documents from. Um, they found a UFO document and among tons of other yeah. actual written up blueprints that he had created. Oh wow! You know, at his time of death. Well, he was ahead of his time for sure. Uh, the attorney Andrew. Baziago, ah, that's his name. He has passed two polygraph tests. Wow! <laughs> Take that in. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> Absorbed it. Now, when he time traveled, when he was seven years old, because that wouldn't be scary. Yeah, not at all. He went to several different eras, but he, uh, he focused on the uh, Civil War era, which is the worst. Why era. would you? Why would that? you go back to the Civil War? The Civil War. Nothing but grief and blood, and why tears and. Yeah, let me, let me see the most picturesque thing I can think of. Uh, all right, let's go to freaking Fredericksburg, Virginia in 1863. Now, you might be saying right now, Brent. Brent? This sounds crazy. It does sound crazy. There's a picture. There's a picture? There's a picture that shows Andrew as a seven-year-old during the Gettysburg Address. It is a real picture. Okay. It's a picture that's in like the Library of Congress. It's it's legit. Okay. It's not a fake picture. Okay. It's It's real. Now, how we know that's him? Yeah, I, was about <laughs> I don't <say> I, know. <laughs> well, but he claims that is him in the picture. Now, all right, let me let me just in say this: in in on that side, if you're going to go during the Civil War, what what would you want to go see? Yeah, yeah. The Gettysburg Addresses. Well, he went to Ford's Theater too, but he said he didn't witness the assassination, which is weird. Oh, why would you go and not go on the wrong? See night? the biggest? Yeah, he might have just gone gone and seen the uh, my American seen. cousin on the wrong night. <laughs> You know, yeah, John Wilkes Booth. He's heard it was actor. a good one. Um, he's wearing makeup now. Here's the real crazy part, Eric. Yeah, yeah. This is all perfectly fine up until now. Yeah. In 1982, I guess he stuck with it for a while. Oh boy, <laughs> he traveled to Mars. Did he now? He witnessed dinosaur-like creatures and what he described as scorpion men on the planet Mars. I believe he was tripping on some ass. I don't know, man. 
because Scorpion men sound legit. <laughs> <laughs> they do sound pretty great. Right now, he, um, as of today, he's taken over Project Pegasus and is campaigning still to this day for the U.S. to disclose... Uh, yeah, to, to to declassify declassify yeah. uh, teleportation tech Ooh. that he claims they do have. He has passed polygraph tests. Yeah, claiming to this. Well, he saw <laughs> he witnessed the Gettysburg Address. He did. There's a picture. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, here's the thing. You hear this and you're like, okay, yeah. You kind of already have in your mind what this guy looks like, right? You already have in your mind what this guy's going to sound like, right? He's the exact opposite of all that. He's like he looks like somebody. He he looks like somebody that's like, why would he even want to come up with this? Yeah, because he looks well, like he's somebody. Already apparently successful. He's an attorney. Yeah, so it's not like he's out for. He ran for president in two thousand sixteen. Really? Yeah. Oh. That didn't work out. But yeah, I don't know. It, wow, it's weird. Like, I can't sit here and say right now. Honestly, I believe it. Yeah. But man, I'll watch something about. It. I watched over an hour about it's it fasc- last night. That's Somebody interviewing conspiracy theories. Overall, it's just they're fascinating. Well, it's fascinating that he he believes it. Yeah. Now, is that because of some kind of heavy drug use back in the '60s? I don't know. Uh, you know, who knows? But I'm saying that's he's the last guy who I would ever say would be making up something about time travel. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. all I can say about yeah. it. Oh, so they omitted the worst thing that happened in episode 40, Conspiracy Indeed. In episode 42 there's a recap of how the guys caused my life to go up in shambles, including the disastrous ending of episode 40. Being able to sneak into the house and scare the shit out of Eric almost made it all worth it. Enjoy. Previously on the Friday Five podcast... I had a buddy of mine, he's actually from England, not, uh, his name's Nigel. Yeah. yeah, well, hey guys, I've got him uh, on hold. Nigel, you there, man? Hey guys, I just got my apartment set up. Yeah, it's really cool to be able to talk to you guys. I've been uh, listening to your podcast for a good while now. Settled in to start traveling, want to get all the sites we go to where A51 is. Okay, so he should be there for the raid. <laughs> Three million people that said they're going to raid Area 51. I would, uh, I'd, I'd be, I could be like a, a correspondent for you. So where are you at? Where are you at right now? Oh man, uh, I'm in Area 51 right now. Uh, I think they're planning to go like on a hillside outside the base and get a better view or something. So I'm kind of just hanging out with these guys. And you're you're at the edge yeah. right now. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm at the edge. Like I don't really see anything. Uh, There's some fencing. This is kind of crazy. Security came. We sort of got around them. And I I really don't know where we are. What I think is the base. Is that the base guy? Not, wait, what do you mean you can see the base? Be serious. Is he, is he joking? Uh, no, I, I think I'm on the, uh, the grounds, man. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Nigel.
time of the year here, Eric. It's the most Halloween time. Wonderful time. I love it because I know Halloween. a lot of things to post on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you It's do. really easy for me. <laughs> the Halloween fiend over here. Yeah. Welcome to episode 42. Number 42. 42. Wow. Say that in Spanish. Quatrinca dos? That's it. I don't know. Not at all. Uh, this is going to be our Halloween holiday tribute yes yes absolutely we're gonna talk <laughs> all things halloween yeah the actual holiday and everything surrounding it yep uh from memories as a kid to today and in your opinion it should be a month-long holiday it, and i don't disagree it is a month-long holiday <laughs> i think a lot of people just consider it a month-long holiday yeah i think so i think yeah. when october 1st hits a lot of people are like yep halloween time yeah I've been, uh, yeah, what you, I've already been decorating. Yeah, as you can see I noticed in here. That. I, that. I wanted to get to that, like, because I'm, I'm looking around, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of, yeah. In well, fact, I will say, like, a lot of your stuff is already Halloween ish, like your everyday stuff. Yeah, I have Jack Skellington just hanging on the wall year yeah, round. Year round. Yeah, um, I don't know why. But, yes, I'm, I'm noticing a lot of, uh, a lot of other stuff yeah. in here. In fact, I think I might need to take, <laughs> let me take a picture of a couple of these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe you're out of Funyuns. What the hell? Oh, shit! No! Oh! <laughs> what? What? Uh, no, no, get the bag, get the bag, get the bag, get the bag, get the bag. Okay. I have a gun, I have a musket, I have a gun. Get the musket. I don't have any black powder. Just get the musket. I don't know what to do. What is that? What? Who is that? Look, fellas, it's been a long journey, and frankly, I'm a bit peeved. You know, being vaporized and all. The least you can do is believe me, give me a place to hide out and truth be told. A spot of tea and Captain Crunch sounds exquisite. I, oh, it's Nigel? This is this is witchcraft, I think. And Nigel Jones? No, yes. no, 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 it's no. not. No, Nigel. Wait, wait, Pretty wait, sure wait. Nigel died, and Nigel's been missing for the past month, and what the heck's going okay, on? Okay, all right. I this is you? not funny. I rebuke you. Okay. Get out of get, here. Wait, now, wait, wait. I, I did get a text from his phone. Indeed. But he's not a skeleton. Why, I don't understand what's you, going on right why now. Why are you accepting this? I don't know. You I, have I, to move. So I can get out of the room. Okay, all right, all right, hold. hold. If you, if you're really Nigel, yes. All right. If you, if, if I don't even know why I'm entertaining this. What, what was I like? When, what was I like when you first met me? When we were first, when you first came to our house. Why are you talking to this thing? I don't know, but he said he. How does he know the name? How does he know any of that? I don't know. If you haven't noticed, fellas, the brain isn't what it used to be because it's not there. My brain, literally I don't have a brain. However from what I can tell, the reanimation process somehow managed to keep some memories intact, and I do remember meeting you. It was a chilly autumn day when I first arrived at your home. I was new to the United States and my foreign exchange program was more of a vacation than anything. I recall being greeted at the door by your family including yourself. I'll never forget the bright orange Duran Duran cut-off t-shirt you had on Eric, it was startling and frankly I almost left but I was in a new country with nowhere else to go. 
Your hair was even to starting to thin then, and boy did that process really kick into high gear. I think that's probably accurate. I think that's him. Oh, no, come on. You're alive. Oh, exactly. come on. That can't be real. I still don't believe it. Why are you here? What? How did you get here? Well, maybe I should start from the beginning. I believe I should have been wary of your influence. Upon arriving in Roswell and realizing that Area 51 was in fact not there, but ten hours away. You fellas are regular cartographers. So I caught the first available flight, and landed in Nevada around six in the morning. The last I spoke to you fellas I was in the thick of it. The group I was with got dangerously close to one of the Area 51 hangars. Let's just say that most of the group I was with currently have less brain cells than I have at the moment, that is if they somehow got out alive. Before our final phone call, Nathan, I believe his name was, entered a hangar, was gone for several minutes and never came back out. Shortly after all hell broke loose, a creature emerged, military arrived and next thing I knew I woke up on a table in an underground bunker. I managed to escape not even fully realizing my appearance until I passed by a window. That's when I discovered that I had a voice, turns out the sound of me screaming is even creepier than my appearance. I escaped, covered myself in any clothing I could find and by golly since it's October managed to get by as being someone in one heck of a Halloween costume. I hitched a ride with some hippies and here I stand. So let me get this straight. You uh, died... Essentially, you got rescued. I don't. I'm pretty and sure the government's about to bust through my door right now. Reanimated into a skeleton, uh, and now you have some weird voice box. <laughs> Why, where's your Where's your vocal cords? Yeah, how do you sense? How are you talking? That's what I don't get. I don't pretend to know what they did to me, but I can talk. Yes, I now sound like C3PO's slow cousin, but at least it's something. That still doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any. Don't know what this is. Any sense? Uh, is this animatronic? I don't know what's going on. But I'm not getting close enough to tell this. I, I just, this is weird. Look, just go out, go out in the living room or something. Go play with the dog. I'm bones only, and you want me to play with a dog? I see. Yeah, yeah. Go, go out there, and, and we'll figure this. We'll figure this out. Go out there. We got to do our show. This is how dedicated we are. Yeah. Um. Even though a demon's in our room. How did he get in the house? I don't know. Did, did you leave the door open? Probably, did you leave the door I, open again? I probably did. First the raccoon, and now it. it I know. Uh, I'm stupid because I leave okay. the door locked. Yeah. I just do that. I don't know. Just go out there, dude. <sighs> go, 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 yeah, go, 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 go. Come here, puppy. Come here, puppy. <laughs> Okay, so um, okay. we're going to pretend like that's a thing okay. now, and I don't know. Why not? Let's just go with just it. Just go with you it, know? man. Just let's keep going. This is how loyal we are to this group. Oh, my gosh. I want to leave right now. We don't, let a, we don't let a ghoul. <laughs> no ghouls. Skeleton. Oh, my gosh. How is he? Resurrected <laughs> skeleton <laughs> person. And random rattles. No, we don't let the freak. The canine ran off with my fibula. Nigel, shut up! Jeez, man. Get out of here, dude. No way! Oh, dear. What a chode. Fun fact. I still reside at Brent's home and have become a stellar babysitter to his boy Harrison. It's so cute, his son calls me Rattleman, adorable. In episode 43, the boys take yours truly camping, and I even get to sing a campfire song. Dude, what are you doing? What are you wearing? Why, hello, gentlemen. 
This is um, Eric coming in. Oh, we're recording now. Oh, crap. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I didn't know we were recording. Yeah, I got this little uh, Zoom, this little handheld uh, recording device out here. Well, I see I see your problem now. Nigel's here. Salutations. <laughs> Acknowledge the guy. Look. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah, Look, I know. He's been living with me for the past, like, three weeks. You can at least pretend like you, uh, he's, he's there. Man, why is the dude, hey, he gets yeah. his feelings hurt easily, actually. Well, he's a, he's always been a... Well, he's, How does he have feelings? He's a Brit, dude. And you're a twit. They're all... Your feelings hurt really What are you bad. talking about? You're dressed like a freaking proper gentleman out here. You said this was a Downton screening. Where's the screening? It's 78 degrees right now. I know, and I'm dying. You're dumb. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you're dumb. And white tie, and tails, and a walking stick. <laughs> Why was everyone crippled back in the day? I, I did know. wear Nikes, though, because I thought, you know, I'm in the woods. Might as well wear some How did you... Shoes. Do you not look on the internet? I, I'm i trying to channel the Downton spirit where they didn't have internet, okay? They just barely got an electricity, <laughs> all right? Did so, they have plumbing? Yeah, they had plumbing. Did they have plumbing in downtown Yeah, absolutely. Abbey? How does that work? Lord where, Grantham... Where does it go? Was it going to go to an outhouse, sir? <laughs> Dare you. <laughs> A pox Dude, upon you. I'm wearing shorts and a shirt, a t-shirt. You're gonna I'm die. Full on tuxedo. You're gonna right die. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're you're the one that lied. So speaking you know. of death, yo. Yeah. yeah. Well, he knows all about that. Why don't you go get us some more wood for the fire? I need the axe. Yeah. Go watch. Yeah. Go find some wood or just leave. I'm, How about we gather around the campfire and sing a song to set the mood? He's the tension. Really, an option right now. Okay. We said wood, not a guitar. Yeah. What? <laughs> Where'd you get a guitar? Find a guitar. <laughs> I brought your amplifier. How did you get this from? Did you get that from the hippies that brought you here? That when you hitchhiked. That's a good point. I, I think that's what he did. Yeah, I didn't see any luggage. I guess before you want to let him do this, so just we get him just a piece of a nice campfire song. Yeah, let's do like a nice little fun little little song. We can all kind of sing together, maybe. We'll lighten the mood. Yeah, lighten the stuff a little bit. I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the end And you could have it all My empire of dirt I will let you down I will make you hurt this like, is the worst. Hurt. You didn't join this in. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. The, the song already jokes? is depressing enough, and then with his voice, Ugh. go get go get some wood. Yeah, we need some, some wood sticks. And dude, I'm, seriously, when you're coming back, walk slowly and say it's you. Because if I see a mother freaking skeleton <laughs> running back yes. to the campfire, we're uh, we're out. I'm picking up the heaviest thing I can see and throwing it at yeah. you. You're screwed. Oh, and can you uh, bring some cargo shorts or some like t-shirt? Because I'm dying right Do you have now. anything in the car? 
Yeah, the car's like a mile and a half away. That's okay. Go. Go get him. I'll hustle. Watch your back. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, okay, he's, dude. He's out. All he right. wanted to go camping. Now, we're behind. slowly building a Lowry, which is me, Brent Lowry. Yes. Will for me. It's a little tougher because yeah. I've seen a lot of the films. Chris, Chris and I are trying to come up with some. We've, we've come up with probably about 11 so far. We're going to try to get about 20. I think Chris put on, he typed on the shared note, The Fifth Element, and I was almost offended by that. And I was like, yeah. of no, that course was me. I've seen that. That was me. Oh, that was you? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Let me see. I was like, that's one of my favorite that's movies. One of my favorite films. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Have you seen The Fifth Element? Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah. And I didn't. It, when I saw it, I didn't really get it. Oh no! So maybe we can put it on the wheel. I can. I can watch it again. I don't get it. I don't get it. But um. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Um, oh God! Jeez. I told you not to run. Stop it! <laughs> I, I swear. Okay. Oh God! I gotta go. No. Oh. I said to tell us when you're on the way. You can't do that. Oh my God. God Almighty! <laughs> what? Uh, it's pitch black out here. All right. He first the the song, and now he's running in here. Don't run like towards maniac. somebody in the woods at night. Look, can we give him like a, a glow stick or something? <laughs> like put it around. Do we have a glow stick? A beautiful singing voice, if I do say so myself. How do I sing or even talk? You ask. Let's just say. Well, let's just say that I have no f-ing idea because I really don't have any f-ing idea. In episode 44 the gang talks about trivial things they're thankful for. I'm currently thankful that this episode is almost over, because rumor has it that Brent's lovely bride is making tacos. I do love my tacos. But, oh, real quick, while we're talking about that, does your wife watch the Hallmark stuff? That's become a huge thing the last couple of years. You just opened up a whole episode. Oh, I didn't know about I opened up Pandora's box here. First thing, yes. Okay. Second thing I is, figured. I freaking love it too. Do me too. I. <laughs> I, love, I, I love how you were afraid to say it until I said it. I didn't. Well, I, I am a sucker for those things. I don't want to watch them. I do. But then I'll sit there. And I'll just be like, <laughs> "Dang, that's a nice hat. Oh, look." This okay. This is funny. He's such a sweet guy. <laughs> <laughs> she has really bad luck. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, he's a CEO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Man, girl, you're poor. Get with him. Give, yeah. Um. <laughs> I came to town on lonely fumes. Mm-hmm. I'm new to town. Are you the chef? Yes, I am. My wife died four years ago. <laughs> Gee, I wonder if they're going to get together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is okay. It's just me and Becky, my wife, are talking about this. One yeah. of our favorite memories together is also one of the craziest things. Oh, no. it's, it's so stupid. We were both sick. She uh-huh. had just had her wisdom teeth taken out. Oh, and she got kind of sick from it. And I got a horrible sinus infection. Mm-hmm. She, I was. They put me on. They put me on pain pills for some reason because I had a fever. Oh, also. Oh, jeez. So, anyways, Uh-oh. she had. She's on. She's on a pain pill because of her tonsils or her uh, wisdom, wisdom teeth. teeth. Yeah. I'm on a pain pill because of my <laughs> crazed fever. Uh oh. We both lay on the couch. It's freezing cold outside. We we lay on the couch by each other. We watch Hallmark for like four and a half hours. <laughs> I'm high as crap. <laughs> if you ever want to have a great time, yeah. Turn the air down. 
Take a pain pill and watch Hallmark. Oh, Hallmark. This is going to be the best time of your life. It is a relaxing time, <laughs> sir. Because <laughs> it's a lot of feel-good movies, and you're feeling good. And you're feeling good. Yeah. Oh, man. You no, feel I, no pain. I love Hallmark movies. So I'll fun. admit that, and I don't care. Yeah. No, I mean... The plot's always the same. It, it is. Yeah. But And then you get, like, the little... Like, sometimes you get little nuggets here, like uh, um, Winnie Cooper from the... Yeah, Wonder, Wonder Years. Years. She was in the, one of them... She still looks good, too. Um, Sam Elliott's in a couple. Sam Elliott's in a couple of them. Candace Cameron. Whatever her DJ. name is. DJ. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, good. I, you know, I'm glad that we've aired that out. I hate Christmas. Oh, come on, honey. You'll come to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just another holiday. I work in the big city, but I got stuck in the small town. What is going on? Hello? 911. Your husband was just in the wreck. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All the same, but yeah. he's just we're we're plastered to the TV just because. And like an angel comes down and saves him. He's like, "This is the true meaning of Christmas." No. Then they all get together and they they all like hug and kiss and they're at the tree lighting ceremony. Mm-hmm. It starts to snow. Uh, I'm looking at your. I'm just laughing at your list right now. Now this this one I I am super thankful for. I hope I hope this is what I'm looking at. I am thankful for introverted, <laughs> introverted. Yes. Is that correct? Introverted. Yes. Waiters and waitresses. <laughs> I don't need. Me, I don't need a dinner and a show. Let, let here. me just say. Uh, hang on. Hang on. Let me. Let me. Let me start this out. I've known you for almost twenty years, and this is. If you want to know Brent Lowry in, in in so many words, this is Brent Lowry right here. This is something. Just do your job. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need the stories. I don't need you to. I don't. I don't need your suggestions. Hey, what do you think about a waiter that sits down at your? Oh man! (laughs) That's happened two times to me. Oh, oof! The second time I think was at a Dave and Buster's. I gave him a pass because it was a Dave and Buster's. Oh, okay. The first time was in South Carolina with Becky's parents. I remember this as clear as day. (laughs) So at a place called uh. I don't know, something canyon or something. Anyways, oh, okay. this dude slid in beside me, <laughs> put his arm on me. No, he did not. I swear to God. Oh, no. So what we having tonight. Oh, and I was like, first of all, I just froze. And I was just, I was just like, get the crap out of here. Somebody get this dude away from me. I you. hate it, man. Why would you do that? I hate when people just, it's like, look, I'm not, I'm not crazy, but. Come to the table. Be friendly. You're sitting at a table. Yeah. Hey, my name is Brent. I'm going to be your waiter tonight. I'm going to start you guys out with some drinks. Sure. Sure. Pepsi uh, and a... Uh, and a Mary, I want a Merry Mashup. Merry Mashup. <laughs> well, good. we don't have Merry Mashup. Well, how about a Baja Blast? Well, we don't have Baja Blast. How about a Pepsi? We only carry Coke products. I'm leaving. <laughs> but be friendly. That, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, you can make a little remark or two. <laughs> I love Pepsi too. Uh, <laughs> Tell you what, I didn't like that Crystal Pepsi. I'm like, I know, uh, but then leave. But then leave. Go, 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 go. Bring your drink back. I'm gonna give you guys a few minutes to decide what you, you like want. An appetizer? God, or? no, I don't want an appetizer. Okay, great. Uh, okay, great. <laughs> get out of here. Get out. Don't slide into the booth and go. What are we getting tonight? Yeah. Okay. First, there's no we. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah. Not, not we. Yeah. First of all, your tip is. <laughs> I'm going to somehow no. take away. I'm going to make you give me money somehow. <laughs> I like it when they just do their job. Yes. Some people just think they need to go above and beyond. If you go above and beyond and bother me while I'm eating, 
I'm not going to leave you. I a don't like. Yeah, I don't care. There's probably going to be people that are listening right now. that are like, "What a jerk! You should always leave a tip." No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Absolutely, you're shouldn't. tipping them. Yes, it's a tip. It's it's for service. <laughs> it's a tip. Give me service. Yeah, refill my drink. Bring my food. Be nice, and I will give you a great tip. Don't do the robot. We've had the tip discussion before. Oh yes, don't do the robot. Don't don't tell me about your day. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I had the okay. I've told you about. You remember the Chili's incident several years ago? You might not remember this. This was like uh, you have to refresh me. This I, was I well over do. ten years ago. I probably do, but you have to. Me, me, Becky, and Blair went to Chili's. Okay, we sat down. Yeah, our waiter came up. His name. God, I used to know his name. I used to still remember it. Drew. I think it was Miles or something. Oh, okay. Of course, he came up, and I immediately got bad vibes. I was like, "Uh oh." I think I know this story. This guy wants to talk. I think I know. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he started hitting on Blair. Uh, of course. So I'm annoyed immediately. Yeah. I'm like, dude, mm. just give us her food. Anyways, he was annoying. He was super annoying. His, I guess his girlfriend or his wife came up to work to say hi. Hello, Miles. Oh. Brought their little kid with them. This dude took his little kid to each of the tables he was the waiter for no. and introduced his child. Okay, I don't think I've heard the story. Oh, it killed me. I typed him a letter. Oh, I said, can you, can you get rid of this clown? So my next thing I'm thankful for. Yeah? My beard. Ooh, me too. I've seen you without it. Yeah. I've seen me without mine too. Terrible. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. I, uh... I, I'm thankful for it because, A, as a kid, my dad had a beard. I was about to say, you had a beard as a kid. As a kid, I had a beard. That's fantastic. Now, I, uh, I always wanted one. I was like, ooh, it looks cool. Yeah. And then when I was 13, he shaved it off except for the mustache. And you saved his beard hairs and you glued them I glued them to my face. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, And it freaked us all out. And Ryan and Allie can tell you that... Therapist. Uh, that his mustache was terrible. No, it was actually a really good mustache. It was just, it was creepy. So, um, so as soon as I could grow a beard, I was growing one. That's That was my thing. Last year. <laughs> so last year, I started growing. Now, I was about 21 when I could grow like a, a good enough one to where it was like not patchy and gross looking. Yeah. Um, because my face is round and white and big. Like I have... I have acres of face. Like, it's just too much. Charlie Brown, I believe, is what... The, the, uh, essentially, I'm Charlie I mean, Brown. I don't think that. But it just... without a, It just looks weird without a beard. I'm, I'm like that, too. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm a pale man, look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at these legs. Uh, <laughs> Ow! What <laughs> legs? You're right. You can't see them. <laughs> um, yeah, and I need I need some color on my face. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's like you need some contrast. It's like it's too much white. Yeah, that's why glasses work too. Yeah, yeah, that little it's, color. And then my lips look weird when I don't. I don't know. I just I don't like my face with. No I'm hair. never one to say it, but <laughs> <laughs> you do do that a lot when you shave. Oh, Jesus, man! Stop, man! God, oh man! <laughs> my son does not like me without a beard. Yeah, my wife. My wife hates me. Looks at me weird. She's like, hate. No. "I was like, so you hate my face, huh?" She's like, "No, nah, I just I have to look at you. Like, it's like some other person, you know." Yeah. So, I'm thankful for that because if I didn't have this, I would look like a weirdo. I mean, I look like a weirdo a little bit, but you're a very good looking man. Um, yeah. What? Yahoo. I went ahead and snagged a taco. 
I love tacos. I love them I do. Beef or chicken, either is cool. I love tacos. My name is Nigel. Oh that didn't rhyme. Well I don't care. I love tacos. Oh. Here's episode 45 where they talk about a Christmas wish book or something. Heavenly. Um, what was the other one you had? Page I think it was 14 earlier. and then 17, but 14 first. <clears throat> it's just a suit of armor. It's a $2,900 suit of armor. Oh, this is also... Uh, what else they got? <laughs> oh, and they also had the Cigar Store Indian. The Cigar Store Indian figure. This is back in the day where you could buy that and not be uh, destroyed on Twitter. Yeah, oh, you would be... <laughs> What do they call it now? Um, uh, not censored. It's it's where you just get like everybody. Oh, you get shut down basically. You just yeah. get uh, triggered, doxed. <laughs> just like doxed. people would know you. Somebody doxes you for buying a cigar buying store in the. Go to his address and vandalize him. <laughs> like oh my gosh! It's, I mean, it is pretty freaking racist. Oh, like, I'm gonna I give mean, it that. It is, but I mean, Disney has one. Well, that's true. <laughs> Well, it seems to be offended there. Yeah, I mean, that's this, fine. Okay, the suit of armor—it's kind of crappy looking, though. It is kind of like for, especially for almost three thousand dollars. <laughs> three? How much is that? All right, let me look it up. Let me get that calculator <laughs> out. Hold on. It's not even that. It's a very puny looking guy that would fit in that armor. Seventy-one hundred dollars for today's money would that's buy you insane. a suit of armor that doesn't look that good. It looks slightly better than what the Tin Man wears. <laughs> How legit is that? Yeah. I mean, there's so many holes. You can stab that dude a thousand times. Yeah, I mean, his crotch is wide open. Oh, right there. wide you open. See. Fair game, dude. <laughs> that's, the like, worst, that's the worst suit of armor I've ever seen. They, like, made... They went to lengths to not protect the crotch. Yeah. Like, they... <laughs> they just... They really went out of their way. They decided to not... You've done it again, Mrs. Lowry. A meal fit for a king. Or a solar school like myself. He, he, he. Remember earlier when I said Eric enjoyed effeminate pop music? Well episode 46 the fellas along with Chris make their own Christmas mixtape. Eric doesn't disappoint. Uh, my next pick is... Mariah Carey. Ooh, gross. You said that while looking poop at me. Poop emoji, how dare you. The poop That's emoji <laughs> that Brent put, and I said, how dare you. I put it up there making where you wouldn't know who put it. Because she oh, is... God, this this sums up the diva. I'm, we're watching the video, but the Cats trailer is oh, playing before the, it. Is that what that is? It's, it's really, it's really oh, summing up this uh, video. There we go. Mariah Carey, yeah. baby. All she wants for Christmas is me. You did go see Glitter on opening night, didn't you? Remember that movie? Oh yeah. yeah, I got I got a sneak peek of that <laughs> glitter. No, I thought that was was that J Lo? No, that was her. What, which one was J Lo? It was a terrible movie. Geely, Geely. That's when she was with you, had, you could pull that. that wow, you you did. Man of many talents. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
Again, it's another pop song, Christmas song that I'm a sucker for. She has a rabbit. Yeah, she has a rabbit. She just opened a gift and it was a rabbit. Why don't you just shut up? Because she gets rabbits, all right? I mean, what else do you get her? I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. She has everything. <laughs> she was fine back then, too. <laughs> um, I can't tell. Look at her sledding right there. That's awesome. She, she's a regular person. Going I can't tell that. what nationality she is. She is she black, white, I think Asian she's a, uh, mix. The, the I don't know. Perfect mix of everything. Yeah, I was just yeah, curious. Like I a, never could tell. Actually, I don't. I think she is. I think her parents are interracial. Um, it's like, but it's I like, don't think there's anything. I don't know if she's got Latina in her. It looks like she might. She might. She probably just had. <laughs> That's why she's so happy right there. <laughs> Might have to cut that. No, I'm keeping that. Uh, all right. Uh, this is where we take a turn. I, mean, I didn't realize we were going that way. This is where we take a turn. I could totally get on board with that stuff. I would just, we Chris and I could just switch, switch it on right here. Yeah. I but, kept you keep PG. Yeah, <laughs> that was PG thirteen. Come on, that no, was a little. He has been PGX. watching Outlander a lot. He has been watching Outlander. <laughs> I'm desensitized from everything. Yeah, that's true. everything. Now I gotta watch Outlander. Dude, we've done it. This was the Friday Five Podcast 2019 Year in Review. For all the trouble the boys put me through, I must say that they've taken me in like one of their own. Sure, I can never walk outside, can't be around the dog for too long for fear of losing an arm or leg, and well can't really live a normal existence. However, sometimes things work out in mysterious ways. Sure, Eric's a chode, and Brent's a wanker, but you know what, that chode, and that wanker, are my friends, and I'm happy to be part of the Friday Five family. And the tacos. I shall leave you now with the fellas pick for their favorite track of 2019. This comes from the chain gang of 1974, with the song Forget. Thanks for listening, I have to get out of here. Rebecca are we out of shells? Why I do indeed. Has Harrison eaten yet? You did a dance in the moonlight my smile lit by the fireflies Once again my face is feeling cold The memory of the headlights Shimmering your floral design I guess I'm just a stupid boy All the winter skies provide the cinematic view I try to hide I wanna heal tonight
Forget it. 